0: Um. Well, if you haven't guessed already, we're going to be looking at this theme of heaven this morning, and uh, we're going to look at God's word in John 14, verses one through seven. John 14, verses one through seven. Uh, as you're turning there, you know one of the things that's interesting is not only do uh, our our kids, our students. Have uh, different thoughts and interest about heaven. Uh, many of you probably do uh, as as well. Uh, now, I'm not going to answer all your questions about heaven this morning. I'm going to highlight just a few things that I think would be important for us to know and be aware of. Uh, but it's not just in the church that there is a an awareness or an interest in heaven. Just just consider a few different genres of music. With me this morning that, that talk about some of these things. Now, I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you I, I'm sorry if, as I recall some of these songs, you start singing them. I'm not going to sing them, but some of them may stick in your head for just a little while. And some of you that uh, maybe are a similar generation to me or a little bit older than me will appreciate some of them. Some of you won't know. Some of these artists, some of our students will. Um, but any, anybody remember um, Brian Adams? Yeah, of course you do. And he had a song called Heaven it was about his relationships or his relationship. Uh, that one may be not as memorable as this next one. Um, Belinda Carlisle, anybody know that name? If you don't know her name, you know the song um, Heaven is a Place on Earth. That's the one that's gonna stick. You're gonna, ooh, baby. Yeah, you're gonna be singing that all through your head this morning. Unfortunately, that's what happened to me as I was putting this together. So, very popular songs that we hear all the time. And then, and then for some of you that are like, yeah, that's not really my style of music. Classic rock sang a lot about heaven. Uh, Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. You know one of those really, really long songs uh, that we are familiar with out there, um, maybe on the more sad side, Eric Clapton wrote a song called "Tears in Heaven," and that he wrote that song after uh, his child tragically died. Uh, very sad song, but but gets at some of the things that our kids were mentioning earlier. then uh, a, a song that is more well-known as it, it was covered by Guns N' Roses, um, but actually written by Bob Dylan, is Knocking on Heaven's Door, all right? Now, for those of you that don't like kind of that easy, you know, easy listening music of Brian Adams, and then like that classic rock, you're like, yeah, my music doesn't talk about heaven. No, it actually, it actually does. Um, you have hip hop or rap artists like Tupac that wondered if heaven would have a ghetto. Uh, You have uh, artists like Meek Mill that talks about heaven or hell. You have artists like Kanye West that would talk about heaven and hell. These are just themes that pervade a lot of what we hear and think about within society. Now, you're like, okay, I'm a country music fan. Well, obviously, country music talks about heaven, if you're a country music fan and you've ever been to a funeral before, you have heard at least one time in your life, Go Rest High on a Mountain by Vince Gill. Uh, I came to find out that was, that was like a default song growing up pastoring in the South is what songs are we going to sing at the funeral? Well, it was, it was going to be Vince Gill, Go Rest High, or Brad Paisley and Dolly Parton's um, duet When I Get Where I'm Going. Now, maybe you're like, yeah, but I like Tejana music. I like that Texican style. Well, I mean, one of the most popular songs that ever came out of that genre was by Los Lonely Boys, and it was just called Heaven. Everybody sings about it. Everybody wonders about it. And, and we have these different ideas of what it's gonna be like, but, you know, the reality is, is our ideas don't dictate what is true, and so we have to go back to the one who dwells in heaven And ask him to inform what it means. What is heaven like and why does it matter? What's so special about heaven? And so we're going to hear it from the source of life himself this morning in John 14 verses 1 through 7. So I'm going to invite you to stand out of respect for the reading of the word of God as we hear Jesus comforting his disciples this morning. John chapter 14 verses 1 through 7. Jesus tells them, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me. That you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Then Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, then you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him, and you have seen him. You may be seated as we go to the Lord and ask his blessing upon this study this morning. Father, we love you. We thank you, Lord. We, we love these family services where everyone gets to be together. We love our kids, Lord, our students. Lord, we love those volunteers that serve them, and we love being able just to gather together as one people this morning and reflect on this topic that everyone's interested in. But Lord, we want to know your thoughts and to think your thoughts after you as you've revealed them in your word. We ask, Lord, that you would meet with us. Lord, I pray you would guard me from error and that you would strengthen your people. Encourage us just as Christ encouraged the disciples today. We ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. So, you know how important it is for me and it should be for all of us to put a text in its context. So I don't want to just springboard from a theme and say, well, let's just figure out what we are concerned about in the passage and not consider what John wanted his audience to know and understand about this passage. So what is actually going on in John 14 and why is it important for us? The context in which John 14 is written is leading right up to When Jesus is going to be crucified. And the disciples know that when this happens, he's not gonna be here anymore, and that is very concerning for them. So, in Jesus' greatest moment of concern for himself, what does Jesus do? He focuses attention on his disciples. He says, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. I am leaving, but I'm not leaving to never return. And as I leave, it's actually for your benefit. I'm going to do something good for you. I'm going to my Father's house, which has many rooms, to prepare a place for you. And so, what John wants his audience to know, what he wants us to know this morning, is that Christ move to heaven after his resurrection is good news for us because he is going to go do something incredibly great for his people, which is to prepare a place for us. And so he wants us to be encouraged. You may be discouraged thinking, you know, I don't, I don't always feel the presence of Jesus. I, always don't, I don't always feel like he's, he's near to me in the moment. But what Jesus tells his disciples is, it's good for me to go away so that I could give you my Holy Spirit and that I would always be present living within you. And there's coming a day when I'm going to return and take you all back home to this place that I've prepared. This place that he's prepared is often called heaven. So we have to ask the question, what is so special about heaven? And this is where we have an activity uh, with all of our kids here, but it's not just for our kids. It is for those of us that are still children at heart, and then also those, as Priscilla mentioned, that may be a little wiser. And it's to ask and wonder this question, what makes heaven so special? Why should it be something that we're interested in or that we long to be uh, in, to be a part of, to enjoy, to experience? So We're going to shift just for a second from John 14 to another section of writing that John, uh, the same author, prepares for us to encourage us to tell us a little bit something about heaven. Now, it's going to be really important for this activity for you to pay attention to what is described in this next passage because we're going to have a thumbs up, thumbs down response to some of the questions here in a moment. So pay close attention. We're going to look at Revelation, the book of Revelation, not the book of Revelations, plural, as I often hear it, just, just Revelation, the one revelation of Jesus Christ. And we're going to see what's so great about heaven Revelation 21, looking at verses 1 through 4. Revelation 21, looking at verses 1 through 4, asking this question, what makes heaven so special? So pay attention, and then we're going to come back to our activity here in just a second. And you're going to tell me, is this going to be in heaven? If it's going to be in heaven, you're going to give me a thumbs up. If it's not going to be in heaven, you're going to give me a thumbs down. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. So now let's ask this question, what is going to be in heaven? So we're going to deal with big categories here. What is going to be in heaven? So remember, thumbs up, it's going to be in heaven. Thumbs down, it's not going to be in heaven. So, this represents happiness, okay? Make sure I've got it right side up, all right? Is happiness going to be in heaven? Yes. Excellent. What about love? Love be in heaven? Yes, it will be, right? Right? What about medicine? Will we need medicine in heaven? We won't. No. Why not? No more pain. No more illness. I was told that I can actually do this. And I don't know what it's going to do to the audio quality. But I'm going to do it anyways. Will there be celebration in heaven? For those of you those of you that missed it, so it's like that's right, it's great, all right? It's gonna be celebration in heaven. What about sadness? No more sadness, right? Anybody know what these are? Band-aids. Will there be a need for band-Aids in heaven? No more Band-Aids, right? Obviously, this is not him. This is a representation of him, but What about Jesus? Is, Jesus will be in heaven. Hey, y'all did very good. You did a very good job this morning. Give yourselves a round of applause. Now, those are all benefits that are enjoyed in heaven. And I want to ask the question, why is it that those things will be and will not be in heaven? And it's it's real simple. What is so special about heaven is not all those things necessarily, although Jesus is the most important thing in heaven. But it is the reality that God who dwells there will dwell with us. And that's what John is recording in John 14 that Jesus said. He didn't just say, you're going to go to heaven, but he says, you're going to go to where God the Father dwells. Now, this this is where uh, I grew up memorizing this passage and having different visions of what heaven was going to be like, and John kind of corrects some of the visions that I had of what heaven was going to be like. I kind of can remember growing up and thinking, what's my mansion going to look like? Probably heard that, right? Uh, Some translations of John 14 say, in my Father's house are many mansions. Now, let me be a nerd just for a second, okay? Okay. What that is, is a carryover, that that word mansions that's in some of our translations is a carryover from Latin, and in Latin, when they used that word, it didn't mean mansions like what we think about. It's not like a River Oaks mansion, right? In Latin, the idea was a dwelling place, And I looked it up in Spanish as well, and in, um, I think it's the revised version of the Spanish Bible in 1960, it got it right as well, as well as the NIV and ESV. The better understanding here is not mansions, but rooms of dwelling in the house of God. I'm going to be honest, that is better than having a mansion on a hilltop, but to live With God. And isn't that exactly what Revelation 21 says? The dwelling place of God is now with people. Can you imagine a greater blessing than to live with God himself in his presence? What makes heaven so special is that God is there and that he desires that we would be there as well. That's the most special thing about heaven, is that God, the one that made you and sustains everything, is there and that he invites you into that dwelling place. But now here's the big question. We see what's so special about heaven. God lives there. God dwells there. He's bringing heaven down to a new heavens and a new earth, and he's inviting us to live and dwell with him. But that leaves a question, Right? What is the way to heaven? What is the way to heaven? Sometimes the world would suggest and tell you that there are all sorts of ways to heaven. And it just really what matters is the sincerity of your convictions. Some would say that all, religion, all religions lead to heaven. But I ask you this question this morning. What does Jesus say about the way to heaven? Which is his idea of saying the way to the father. And why is, it mean, why is the way to the father the same idea as the way to heaven? It's because it's in the same context. He says, I'm going to my father's house where there are many rooms. And I'm preparing a place for you. The father is there. And then what does he say? No one comes to the father except through me. And then Jesus says, there's not many ways, there's not many truths, there's not many lights. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father. No one is able to come into heaven except through Jesus and you go, goodness, that seems awfully exclusive. And it is exclusive in the sense that no one gets to come into heaven without knowing Jesus. But there's also something inclusive about it, is that everyone is offered the opportunity to meet Jesus. Everyone has the same come to me It's what Revelation ends with. Come to me, all who are thirsty, and I will give you living water. Come to me, all that are hungry, and I will feed you with the bread of heaven. Come to me. And you go, but doesn't that cost something? He says, no. Come without money and drink and eat and feast on what I've provided for you. So kids, you may be here this morning. Parents, you may be here this morning. And you're thinking to yourself, how can I enjoy this place where God dwells, where there's no more tears, and there's no more pain, and there's no more medicine, and there's no more sadness? How is it that I can enjoy that? You can enjoy that. You can have that. You can have the promise of inheriting that today. How? By coming to Jesus putting your trust in Jesus. You say, I don't have to work in my own strength to it? No, you can't. You mean it's a free gift? It is a free gift, and it's a gift offered to all. But we have to receive that gift. We have to say, I want that gift And this morning, in his grace and in his mercy to us, he is offering that to all of us. Heaven is a place for those who love God and love and long to dwell with him forever. It is a place offered to all who place their hope, their trust in Jesus Christ, who is the only way to heaven. It's the offer to you this morning that you could dwell with God forever to know eternal life to be completely forgiven of your sins to have all your pain healed not by what you have accomplished but by what Jesus has accomplished on your behalf you only have to come to him the one who is the only way the only truth and the only life would you put your hope and your trust in him this morning the one who makes heaven so special, the one that offers the way into the dwelling place of God. As you reflect on the message this week, feel free to reach out to our staff by emailing care at copperfieldchurch.com. We would love to hear from you and pray for you. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and our other podcast, Equip for Good. Thanks for listening.